Is it for real? We used to love it then. We watched it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is Is It It For Real? This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And this week was my pick. And I, I went hard and heavy. (laughs) Uh, i picked disney's heavyweights and i call it disney's heavyweights because you have to say that trademark um because that's what it says in the title this is a 1995 uh movie rated pg and it was recommended to us by one of just the loveliest humans i've ever met on this planet randy t um and randy t when i was talking to him about is it for real he had asked have you done heavyweights and I pictured a completely different movie that I've never <laughs> seen or heard of in my whole life. Um, and then I said, no, we haven't. And so he's like, you got to do it. So here's what he said about it. Okay. Um, Heavyweights is a 90s Disney movie about a kid who's forced to go to a weight loss camp and he doesn't want to. But um, the camp is actually usually pretty cool. But um, unfortunately for him, this year it's been overtaken by a new owner who is a sociopath, uh, played by Ben Stiller. Uh, one of the most memorable scenes is uh, he's uh, shooting a weight loss video, so he's like doing a weigh-in with the kids, and he shouts, "Get on the scale!" get off the scale because the kid hasn't lost any weight. He's really upset about it. Um, and uh, it's it's a really fun movie. They eventually overthrow Ben Stiller's character and um, they end camp with a race against Camp MVP, who is like the camp next door with all the athletically gifted kids. So it's your typical 90s underdog story. Um, me and my sister and my cousins watched this so much. Uh, we loved this movie. So I remember it from that. Um, I think another memorable moment is uh, uh, Ben Stiller throwing down bottles and just like walking on glass, um, which is crazy. Um, and uh, you get early appearances from Sean Weiss and Keenan Thompson, who are both in Mighty Ducks films, which is cool. Um, but I think the major thing people remember is the blob, which is like a huge inflatable that you jump on on one side and the other side someone's on and it catapults them way into the air and they freaking land in the water and it looked cool and everyone freaking wanted to do it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that's heavyweights. Randy T. Yeah. Awesome. So lovely. Fun that was fact. an awesome intro. Yeah. Fun fact, Randy T and I were on a game show together called ah. America Says where we lost spoiler if you ever happen to see it and it is funny because i do get random texts or messages a lot that it's still running um and we've still lost every time that's amazing but um should we get into our levels yeah okay oh yeah i like i mentioned i had never heard of or seen this movie before um i'm gonna give it a rating of like (laughs) I thought it was an action movie. So I'm just going to give an action movie rating. I assumed this movie had to do with like football or something to that effect. I was in high school when this movie came out. So I don't know that it was my prime demographic, but yet I still realize this movie is from like a very long time ago. Um, as you know, as we're thinking about time. So yeah, never heard of it. Never saw it. This is the first time I've ever watched it. And thank goodness it was free on Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. Score. Um, mine will be that I never went to sleepaway camp. Um, I 
I once went to sort of one of these video sessions in like the fanciest Burger King in Columbus, Georgia, um, <laughs> which we had like one fancy Burger King um, that was in an old house. But anyways, they wheeled out like a videotape and we all like watched it. And but I, I didn't get to go. And likewise, I've never even heard of this movie. Um, yeah, I have no I was coming in just completely new like a baby. So, yeah. You were watching a video that was a promotion for Sleepaway Camp at Burger King. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that is that is exactly the story. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then I ended up not going to, to that camp. Um, wow, what the world was like before the internet. Just <laughs> yeah. wait, you guys. Sorry, you met at there was like a coordinated yeah, save. There was the a day. coordinated. They were go inviting to everyone King. to oh, go into this crazy fancy it was really a fancy burger king but still a burger king <laughs> okay and we all like piled into this one room where they played a video on this camp did you was go it... to ohio no columbus georgia oh okay the was other it... columbus was it okay. kind of like that taco bell from Demo- demolition man it was like that fancy of burger it, king it was it was in an old house it was very like wow. like an antique burger king was really. it the, oh, okay. the king's house <laughs> it, it was might have been the, the original because it was like this three-story tudor house that wow i'm, I'm curious what the fact, why it had a freaking right burger king in it. i want to do a whole podcast about that burger king house yeah. totally okay. i'll post some links yeah please i um so i guess i'll give my level uh mighty ducks go to summer camp because it's interesting bridget that you said you were in high school when this happened i think i was in I guess eighth grade, were you in ninth grade? I think I was in eighth grade. So it was, I was, I recognized a lot of the actors from Mighty Ducks. In fact, like kind of like the three main actors, like the kids are from Mighty Ducks. Um, but it's interesting in like the difference of like where I was three years prior when my Mighty Ducks came out. And I was like super into that movie. And then this movie, exactly like you guys, totally off my radar. I think I thought it was like Mystery Men. Like I kind of knew maybe it had been stiller, but. I, I don't know. I just had no, people talk about it, but I had no context for what it would be. Um, so I've never seen it. Really am unfamiliar with it. And this was my first time watching it. Yeah, Three t- novices. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's our first movie like this. Probably. Wow. And that we didn't even have a clue what it was about. Right. Like, yeah. I because I didn't really even look at the cover. I saw it had like a submarine sandwich, like <laughs> yeah. people holding it up. But I didn't look closely enough to see that Ben Stiller was in it. So when he showed up was the oh, first time. I was like, oh, oh, he's in this movie? So okay. it was all a surprise. Well, funny enough, I think like the older advertisements were the kids holding the sandwich. But on Disney, it's very clear that it's like the kids holding the sandwich next to Ben Stiller. Oh, interesting. So I think it's like, hey, Ben Stiller's in this movie. <laughs> yeah. You probably want to watch it. And also, I may have mentioned this before on the podcast. I think I did. But I did, I did go to sleepaway camp once as a camp counselor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that was because I never went as a kid, and I had this dream about doing it, but it was awful. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, so we we get into the movie. It is what I thought was the opening to a Party of Five episode. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, everybody wants to laugh, right? Oh my oh, god, I love that I, song, and I love Party of Five. <laughs> I love so Party of Five too, and Closer to Time, and like how Party of Five was basically just an exposition for like whatever today's hot band was. Yes, which is fun. But I yes. had that too. Like the '90s soundtrack, especially at the beginning, is pretty yeah. rad. And it's the end of school, so we get that chaotic sort of like schools oh out gosh. for summer. Just kids always destroying school and movies. 
Yeah, that would not go over well. Although being a, a kid that went to the school my dad taught at, I would just oh. like lurk by afterwards and collect all the random stuff that people threw away and have just like the best binders, man. <laughs> and then like, did you like go up into the attic and like savor your peanut butter <laughs> and jelly sandwich? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta save this roulette. No, oh no. I gotta yeah. make this last. Not too much. We've still <laughs> got a long way to go. Oh, Bastion. Get it together, Bastion. Get it together. So we get introduced to our hero of the story, Jerry, who I spelled J-E-R-R-Y, but then looked and realized it was G-E-R-R-Y, which I thought that was always the feminine spelling of the word Jerry. It was my grandmother's name was Jerry. and Well, she spelled it G-E-R-I. Okay. I think it's like Geraldine and this guy's Gerald. So that's why it's. Oh, he's Gerald. Okay. That makes sense. And then but, we quickly yeah. learn two traits from him is that he's not good at throwing and he loves lemonade. Um, he, just, I mean, that is just quite a statement. It's not really the, I mean, it's kind of like a kill the cat moment. You're like, what is this kid's problem? Like, I know he gives him $20, but still leave some for other people. Yeah. I think you're just supposed to see that he, what, what he's like, life is hard for him. It's like a dog's barking at him. Also that woman should control her dog. Yeah. Yeah. She was not being a good dog owner. Which I completely agree. And I'm not blaming the victim here, but he could have also moved a little (laughs) bit off the sidewalk. This, this pedestrian neighborhood street, but he is sticking (laughs) to that sidewalk. Yeah, totally. That's true. That's um, true. So he goes home and his dad is Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> yeah. Tambor. Is that his name? Tambor? Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor. Tambor. And, uh, and we just get another one of these kind of like 80s, 90s mom. I just put them all in the same category. Yeah. Where they're just yeah. Like, oh, son. Like, you I can't don't know what's happening. No. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea who that actress is either. Spoiler. I have a lot of negative feelings about the woman that plays the nurse in this film as well interesting and i just think that it's not her fault i just think there's just nothing delightful written for either any woman in this movie and there are some like choices of how to deliver lines where you're like yeah i think that word would have been not the one that i would have emphasized but (laughs) that kind of just changes the whole meaning i don't think this ever comes up in judd apatow's career ever right <laughs> he's, he's always known as writing really well for women yeah that's uh, true i mean i'll say now too that like this movie decidedly does not pass the bechdel test um i mean we're at a boys camp sure. so you know it might not and it almost does with the two girls like um the dance the girls that come to the oh. dance but we don't know their names so right double well, spoiler it- there's things that i don't dislike about this movie i just want to say that but i then the nurse in particular i'm just interesting like, oof about can't, can't wait to get into it yeah um so yeah this uh we they are at watching a videotape of camp like philip described i do think we had a projector now that i think of it. Oh, okay it was, that, makes that makes sense that makes sense maybe yeah i don't know there's a character that i realize only now we never see again mr johnson yeah what is he the camp salesperson he well yeah, he, I, I couldn't figure out where I knew him from, and I still really kind of don't, but he oh, is just like... I can like, tell you. Where? Yeah. Every single Coen Brothers movie. Yes. He's Tim Blake Nelson. Um, he's always playing like a junkie or like a... He always plays, an plays like a, a squirrely sort yeah. of guy is yeah. usually what... Um, and 
that's where I was floored at this movie where like I was sure that he was squirrely and peddling something totally false. And then like he goes to the camp. It's exactly what was in the info commercial. And it's so fun. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, who right. is this dealer? Like, cause yeah, this, that's my question as well. He seems very seedy at the beginning, but he's part of the sort of governing structure when it was like ruled by these really nice people. So hmm. yeah, I don't right. know. Jerry Stiller. 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 It's like yeah. this movie was written backwards or something, but yeah. It's mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. so yeah in the video we learned that like this camp is awesome they have the blob like randy mentioned which yeah you know it's probably pretty dangerous but looks fun well i guess it would be but man it does look fun and i would do it it looks amazing but i've seen it in so many different things like they've had them in pretty much all jackass movies and then you see them in i don't know people's like instagram's travel movies <laughs> and stuff so i mean i think it probably looked 10 times cooler in 1995 than it does now because right. I've just seen it. Right. Totally. But I'd still True. love to do it. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jerry doesn't want to go, but the next thing we see, he's flying there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I've got some questions on, like, the logistics of having people fly to this camp. Um, right. Where is he flying from? <sighs> where is he now? Like, where, like, Annie thought That's LA, right? and I don't know why. Because the camp but, is in eastern Pennsylvania. No, I think yeah. the camp's in North Carolina, right? Oh, it's uh, Pennsylvania? Well, because I know that the, the Ben Stiller's dad, the, Mr. Perkis, runs a business in eastern Pennsylvania. I forget, I forget what the business oh, is. Oh, so is it supposed to be Poconos? Like lighting, lighting fixtures. Business. Lighting yeah. fixtures, yeah. In well, maybe it's supposed to be the well, Poconos. But... One of the shots in the overhead as they were going to the camp was of the Blue Ridge Parkway. You could oh, tell yeah, by the you're bridges. Right. Um, so I yeah, figured so it like Shenandoah is somewhere. Yeah. That's my guess. Okay, so you're flying there by yourself. <laughs> you're getting on yeah. a bus by yourself. Um, and so, just... yeah, we get, we get introduced. So we're going to talk about this, I'm sure, quite a bit. But like the guy sitting next to Jerry is larger right and he's like spilling into jerry's seat and then keenan comes up yeah. to him on the plane and it's like crazy you're going to fat camp i know you are is that your dad i thought that was a funny bit yeah is that, that was, your dad that was good. um so right i think the the question i asked myself through this entire movie is like who's being made fun of yeah it's a good question and and how and when and so in the beginning you, you definitely feel like if you're overweight, you're being made fun of. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. With it, like the montage of him, like walking. Right. And just like his weight is preventing him from doing like anything, Every, anything yeah. like having a good time. Totally. So we kind of, we kind of see that. Um, Keenan's name is Roy. I just want to say. Different <laughs> oh yeah. But then like when they're on the bus and they're all traveling there, I wrote, it does seem very like fat positive. Like, yeah, that these kids are like, we're having a great time. I do appreciate that there's like all these like boys supporting each other yeah. despite their differences. Oh, oh, I was just going to say, sorry, no, that no. I appreciate. I mean, you have the whole girl dance thing that happens, but I did appreciate. I was thinking like 
you know, in order to pass the Bechdel test, they would have to have more girls in this. But I was really glad that we did not have whatever dynamic that would have brought to it. Like I, you know, like, I mm-hmm. think that would have been a lot more complicated. Like what you're saying, like these boys, if it's it was a neut- co-ed camp, you mean? Yeah. It just neutralizes the situation. They can just support each other at no point. Is there any infighting among the boys? And I feel like if you insert like in the nineties, if you're going to insert female characters, it's just going to be a shit show. Like for, they're going to be written poorly and there's going to be crushes and fights and yeah i agree Um, forgot what i was gonna say okay so they get there and we start to meet like sorry i remember (laughs) um so uh like on the bus ride and everything or even right as they're getting to the camp i started to get super nervous because they were being very supportive and like this Uh is going to take a hard turn right someone just instantly being mean and I thought like the bus driver's going to flip and he's going to be mean. And I was just right. like looking for this right. like monster. Totally. And, and then of course we, we get to the camp. We sort of see, no, it just continues to be supportive. And then I, I literally like had a sigh of relief. Yeah, like, me too. Oh, I think I'm I did glad too. they're not going that way. I and I, I did liked, too. I was expecting the guy Pat to be different than he was on the video and that was the twist right. and so yeah, exactly and he just immediately is like the most awesome guy yeah just clearly he's trustworthy yeah. he's adult he's like jokey but in a good way everybody loves i mean it's just like lovely. there is this dumb joke about him being there for a long time but i'm like yeah, i don't really get that it's not creepy he's not malicious he's not weird like maybe he's not skinny and maybe that oh, is that the joke? Like I that he's was... gone to fat camp for so many years. And but either way, like he's he's just kind of a nice adult to be around yeah. who's like positive. Um we also meet uh counselor Tim, who who gets made fun of because he's yeah he's skinny. He's Paul Feig. Yeah, yeah. which is fun. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I've watched him in so many movies, but I haven't. I mean, he's right. a director, yeah. producer, but he's been in like just a couple of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, I also think he looks like one of the kids in the hall. Um, yeah, he does. Scott Thompson. He does. Yeah, Scott yeah. Thompson. Yeah. They look very similar. He's I so very confused. I, yeah, I kind of almost got them confused too, but um, I really liked him. I like yeah. I, I liked his the addition of him in this movie. Yeah. And we also meet Julie, the new nurse, who she's like, (laughs) I think here's my problem is like, she's like automatically like sexualized or babyized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When she's not really like given those vibes off. And so I'm kind of like, leave her alone for, (laughs) but then again, she's just also like, not super engaging intellectually wise either. So I'm not <laughs> sure. I guess I'm just torn. Yeah. Yeah. The kids are like, did you see the new nurse? Babe. You're Although, just like, I mean, I guess I if you're in like say, a middle school or like any yeah. woman's kind of a babe. And you're, if you're in an environment, in, 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 in an environment, I can't say that in an environment where there's just no girls, especially yeah. if you're like this coming of age kid that's surrounded by guys like any girl you're just gonna be like wow this is crazy Wait, though sorry i feel like now i'm just understanding what we're talking about because are you guys saying she's not pretty no no i'm not saying you mean that. she's just not like a sex pot it's not like elizabeth banks's vibe in wet high american summer like she's not written to be like that because i uh, feel like she's cute like i get the crush for sure but I wouldn't want to. There's just talk something to her for a weird. long time. <laughs> That's kind of what I mean. I guess. Yeah, she's not compelling. I just feel like it's like a weird throwaway character where they're like, "Oh, the yeah. nurse." So she's got to be like this hot 
love interest. And right. She's the only woman right. at the camp. And, you know, I and, think, sorry, Bill, go ahead. I was going to say, I was making the point that just where the perspective from the guys is they're sort oh, of totally. focusing on, you know, oh, I how see. she's I pretty. Get, I get right. what you and mean. I don't even, don't even know if they're like truly sexualized because they're too young to like understand that. Yeah. But totally. I think of just like, wow, pretty girl. Okay. Um, I see what you yeah. mean. I thought you were saying that like, well, anybody would be pretty, but now I get no, it. Like no, the more of the sexual focus. That's why is, it's the sexual focus. It's because it's from their perspective. Spoiler. I, yeah. She I, doesn't do it for me. I just want you guys. Okay, yeah. Well, that's what I, mean, I think we were saying too. It's like, <laughs> I, but I could get it. Like I, she could, I feel like if she had any kind of personality, I would like latch yeah. on, but it's yeah. kind of hard. She kind of is just like, bounce like a bouncing ball off just like <laughs> going I mean, and it might not be her fault. And part I'm of sure it feels Leah like the movie. La- Lale, Leah Lale. Yeah. Who's that? That's the actress's name. name. Oh my gosh, it is. Whoa. Has she done anything else besides she is like an uh, ER? I recognize the shows she was in, but I don't She's only in medical anything. medical shows. Yeah. She's she only was plays on nurses. a Pamela Anderson show called VIP. Oh. Um, and she was in D2 because everyone in this movie contractually had to also now be wait a second i have oh yeah studied, i have mighty studied ducks the too. mighty ducks movies so i'm annie okay. said that she recognized her from mighty ducks too i think okay. um yeah all right anyways well anywho anyway. so we we get into we meet um josh who's like camp legend aka that was that was what my level was going to be which was going to be goldberg right um because he's from the Mighty Ducks and he's, I love that he gets to be this like camp legend, you know, this like yeah. stereo of some kind. And they have this fun moment where they, they say chipmunks download and then they all pull <laughs> candy yeah. and food out yeah. of their body parts. I will and- say I was reading that Goldberg, that kid like um, did the movie because they told him he could not be in Mighty Ducks too. If he didn't do this movie. That's, blackmail yeah <laughs> that's the movie business yeah, yeah. dang uh, i did i did enjoy that they had candy and then like salami tie. Oh, yeah. i was like that's what i would tie to my back is like yeah. some I, I people would like some savory salami. yeah, yeah. Savory. this was another scene where i was like worried is like is this gonna be the turn where like the existing campers are then gonna be mean to this kid mm. and even though they had like little bits that they were doing they were like instantly like now nah, we're just kidding you know yeah and uh, it was refreshing again. Yeah, because he was like, I snuck some Oreos in, and they were like, <laughs> Oreos, like beat them up, right? Then that poor kid with the chocolate stuck to his little British tummy. <laughs> and oh then my they all God. like licked him, right? That was that was that, uh, that was in the running for my bummer. It was a <laughs> little intense. I don't like that. Like, who knows how long <laughs> it's been there? A plane ride from britain at least how long oh okay right and did he fly from britain to go to camp there yeah this is a very famous camp they have the blob yeah that's true so we we start to learn that you know the the couple who own this camp forever are bankrupt what did they do what how did they get bankrupt because they weren't making money off their camp this part of the story is not developed (laughs) they were invested in one new thing for the camp every year okay Um, that's why people are can afford to fly theirs because it's probably so cheap or i don't know yeah right (laughs) totally right i guess that that just wasn't very clear 
there was a throwaway line that um, what's his face Diller says of just like don't let someone else sign your checks. So someone oh, embezzled, yeah. embezzled money from them, Aww. and therefore they're bankrupt. Which yeah, that super sucks. sad. It's really sad, and I love that when they come in and like um, Goldberg is like, "This is like you know Dan and Jeanette. You're gonna love them." And the kids like. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Not the kind of folks I might see myself hanging out with, but I'll take your word for it. And like, I do part of my, I guess, like part of a bummer I would have for this is like, I do wish we would have gotten to spend uh, a ton of time with that couple and what yeah. the camp was under them. And I yeah. had a note too. It's like, what if like right before Ben Stiller comes and I didn't know when that was going to happen, but you you're waiting for something to flip. I'm, sure. I was just like, what if it doesn't? What if we're just watching this lovely movie about everybody getting along and going to different camp activities and at the end we all go home? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think that could have been a that's better the bur- movie. That's the Burger yeah. King movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Basically. So we get this like, you know, siren sound and the announcement of Tony Perkis. <laughs> um and he comes in. I wrote he's from England. I don't know what that means. Somebody the said kid was <laughs> Yeah, probably oh, the kid. Yeah. No, because he was saying, um, you could be president one day. Oh. And he was like, I'm from England. He's from England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, he has a camera purse, cameraman that's hauling him around, Kenny, because yeah. he wants to turn this into like a infomercial slash documentary about the process. You, you can tell it's very like MTV influenced and yeah. Ben Stiller probably in particular, right? Sure. Where like kind of just like in She's All That where it's like all the real world and that style of um, videography. You can tell this is like maybe like right as Jackass is like on the edge and like it's all this like found footage. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, also I just want to point out that the cameraman is yeah. the guy uh, from... All the Adam Sandler movies, right? Grandma's he boy. <laughs> yeah, he was the he lead. He looked very in Grandma's familiar boy. to me. Yeah, yes. yeah he's okay. like Adam Sandler's pal. Mm-hmm. He actually looked like H. John Benjamin to me for like one second, and then I yeah, did I a little closer look. So we learned that Tony was overweight as a child, and so this is why he's kind of, which having, is so similar to his his character in Dodgeball. It's kind yeah. of the same character, isn't I it? I thought it was the same character as. Zoolander. Zoolander. It's the same no. voice. It's like the voice of Zoolander, the body and face of and the, <laughs> the, the vibe ener- of the dodgeball guy. The energy and yeah, the vibe is the same as in dodgeball. Yeah. Um, so we Pat gets kicked out of the chipmunk bunk by uh Lars, who is <laughs> going to be the new counselor. Ar- uh, I wrote Arnold, uh Arnold the counselor baby Arnold which yeah uh my German couch mate had some thoughts um at yeah, first what did German w- corner think of Lars <laughs> well, she was like is this guy supposed to be German because he's definitely not a native German speaker right and I think he's just a dude they were like can you do a German accent and you sort of have blonde hair so you're you're in right um but spoiler alert she, she laughed at a lot of the Lars centric jokes <laughs> so um nice. he was a winner in her book that's awesome. I, I kind of had a, a female version of a counselor like that at tennis camp, actually, who Greta, I think, was her name. <laughs> she was pretty tough and she's blonde and tall. <laughs> well, I think I mentioned this before, maybe too, but at the sleepaway camp, I was the counselor at, in the Poconos. 
there was only a few of us that were, it was a Jewish sleepaway camp, but so there were only a few of us that were not Jewish or not from Europe. Right. Interesting. And so a lot of counselors and a lot, like, I remember in the nineties, like going to ocean city and oh, everybody yeah. that worked there was like from Europe, Ireland or Eastern Europe, yeah, Romania. And I don't know if it's still the same. I don't know if it is, but I feel like there it's, it's like the same kind of thing, but it's shifted. Like when I was there, cause I worked down there and it was like Ireland yeah. and then it's shifted to more Eastern Europe. But I guess what happens is people come over and they go to Cape May, like they get um, summer visas and they come over, they go to Cape May for this giant job fair. And then they just place them up and down the coast at these oh, like seasonal wow. places. Yeah. It's interesting. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, I'm going to New Jersey. And then they're like, no, you're not <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> So then we get like a fat shaming montage of the kids, like having to, they're getting weighed in and they're pinching their fat with one of those pinchy things. And I mean, it's like, like the third Reich. I mean, it really just looks like Nazi medicine where they're just like pinching their head and measuring their face. And it's weird. Yeah. And making them all take before shots. Oh yeah. Just upsetting. They don't like jokes. No, uh, Lars. Uh, the next note I have is about Lars, like coming down onto the dock, trying to talk to the nurse, and he pushes everybody in the water. But he's just think so this is kind of funny, yeah. Butters. <laughs> and I like that the kids are just going along with it. Like the boys in this movie are really odd. Like they're just like yeah. yes, ending all of it. Yeah, they do. They all are holding hands under the water. <laughs> Buddy, yeah, I love it. Cute. I do remember having because I. Well, I didn't go to sleepaway camp. I went to like a Boy Scout day camp and we definitely had the buddy system. Sure. Where they blow the whistle. You have to find your buddy. Um, Like, wouldn't it be terrible that time if you couldn't find your buddy and then you were responsible for them? (laughs) Yeah. A lot of pressure for a kid, but it is. Gotta know where your buddy is. Like in what hot American summer. Yeah. I was going to, at some point was going to say I wasn't, didn't realize how much of the references from Wet Hot American Summer were like pulled from this movie. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's a lot. Yeah, um, oh, when is, when did Wet Hot American Summer come out? 2001, September, 2001. It's very specific. <laughs> well, oh, September 11th. Yeah. No, I think it was like right afterwards. And oh. um, so it's a cult classic, but part of it is like no one saw it because it was in the theaters for like a week and everyone was like, shut it down. And so. <laughs> well, they um, should have put them in movie theaters instead of it. I know. It's too uh, fancy for that type that of movie. Like, <laughs> you guys think it's fancy the way I say that? You think it's kind of like Southern or something? <laughs> Cause it's like yes. a Baltimore old time. Yeah. Okay. Nobody in Baltimore who in Baltimore says theater. My, my family. <laughs> no, but it's like theater, not like theater. <laughs> it depends on how theater. you say the rest of the world. No, it's like, place. it's not like theater, but it is if you're from like 1860 or something. I guess. Something. Yeah. I that's know. so interesting. Cause I hear theater is very like prim sure. and proper. The theater, going to the theater. As so to the theater. Who works in theater? I know. Well, you would be the authority on it. I will give you that. <laughs> no, for I'm, sure. I mean, you can tell I'm me. Saying I never hear anybody say theater, but 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 listen, do do you, Katie? Don't let us change you. Yeah. Just drink your water and don't let us change. You. <laughs> <laughs> water well, in the theater. The, I can't even say it. In in some, that is why yeah. no one saw but had American summer. <laughs> and then it and then it became quite popular and people discovered how awesome it was. So we see a scene at the baseball field where Ben 
um, Stiller comes riding in on his, I like the scene. He comes riding in on a bike and then he pauses and then he picks the bike up and he's bench yeah. pressing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he is, he does play this sort of intense, overwhelming character very well. <laughs> yeah. Like the eagerness. Yeah. I mean, for what it he, is, he it's, does. It's not, I, don't I don't enjoy in... this kind of character, but yeah. I think he does it well. I don't. Well, I think what yeah. we're seeing a little bit is his discovery of this character. And it's a little this this performance of it is like a little rough around the edges, but the writing might be kind of all over the place, too, for it, because you yeah. see him kind of hone it more in like dodgeball or like impressions of Tom Cruise. Or, right. You know, like he's like more, I don't know, in control of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wonder too, like, I feel like Ben Stiller must, I, first of all, I think he is a very handsome man, but like, I feel like he must be somebody that can put on muscle and carve it just when just thinking about it. Cause he is always in fantastic shape, but he doesn't read as somebody that necessarily like works at it so hard. And he seems yeah. like he almost, I don't know if he's like fetishizing or like, he's always doing movies where like his body, like he's showing off his body, but in like a loser kind of way, it's such a strange thing. Maybe that's what it is. Cause I like was actively thinking he's the sort of ugliest is the wrong word, but just like unattractive fit person, <laughs> like, you know, and it must be cause he's actively trying to make him this grotesque. Yeah. Parody, I right, guess. He's not, yeah. He's yeah. not like relaxed about it. Cause he's like, doing these sort of bodybuilder moves and you're just like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if I you're mean, listening, Ben, you're, you're probably an attractive man. It's just, and you're, I you're think mugging, you are, you're mugging too much. Man. Ben, yeah. I want you to know that I had, did say you were an attractive man. Oh man. I hope Ben Siller is just listening to this just on a run. Phil said Maybe. it was probably, you know, <laughs> And um, then there's a softball montage where we basically just see Jerry and right. It's mostly Jerry failing at softball. I kind yeah. of like all of them, I guess. Yeah, but they're just. It failing. took me a minute to realize it was softball because I thought that the opposite team just switched from overhand pitch to like softball because like they weren't even getting competition. And then I'm like, oh, it was always softball. Got but it. it's like fast pitch softball, which yeah. is hard. Oh, yeah. 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 This kind of movie had a lot of montage kinds of things where I didn't take right. a lot of notes because I was like, and then they played softball for 10 minutes. Yeah. And it was it was bad. So, yeah, Tony, uh, a.k.a. Ben Stiller, comes in and he's looking for candy in the bunk and he pulls like a creepy move on um, on Keenan, I think, or where he hugs him and then he frisks oh, him. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. way. I did uh, kind of like it seemed to me like they were building up that the joke was he was going to like do that to each one of them and just trick them <laughs> every time because he does it like twice in a row and you're like what are you doing um, yeah but then they kind of said st- they didn't actually even hit the rule of threes I don't think maybe they did but they now. get told on right from the previous kid who now works yeah. on the other side yeah man Fell out. and Beth Stiller does say oh look a deli meat which I think was really funny when he pulled out the salami yeah yeah, just cured meats just sitting in there with the candy. I mean, I will say Ben Stiller's intensity to it was a relief from it being like you wouldn't have wanted it to be that other camp counselor who like on the opposite side of the lake, who's like kind of like a jerk, but I don't know, more menacing. Like you wouldn't want it to be so shaming 
like if it was more based in reality, because that would have been no. Really he's a hard caricature, right? He's yeah. a caricature who clearly you can see that he has his own problems. So you're kind right. of like again, that's the whole thing about who's who's being made fun of. I think Ben Stiller is being made yeah. fun of more. Uh-huh. However, yeah. like that guy across at the MVP camp, you know, he's probably kind of a dick with problems too, but he doesn't present that way. So right, he's exactly. Not the butt of the joke. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And like, and then we don't we feel sorry for the campers because they're stuck in this shit camp now not because of like them being at like quote-unquote fat camp you know right right that makes sense I do have a question though about the couple that were running this camp and like the fact that they did promise weight loss and it never happened you know mostly because they were probably lax about the rules and the kids were just having fun however what you see and like what you discover is like those kids and we get it later on, but the kids are probably a lot, maybe they're just more active or they're just having a great time. And so maybe they are losing weight. I don't know, or feeling better about themselves and their confidence. They're healthier. Healthier. I mean, it's the the main thing. It's like, it doesn't really matter their weight, but it's like they're, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why. And the kids came home so happy. And so the parents were always just like, great, because even, even Jerry's parents, like we do get some comments about him not losing weight, but like, they just, they do want him to be happy. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. So then we get this moment now, um, Andy W who did the intro for kindergarten cop Mm -hmm. asked me a question about this movie because he asked if we were doing it without knowing that we were doing it. (laughs) His question was about this part in the movie where Goldberg says, see more butts. And then he says, nobody's because nobody's seen more butts than you, Tony, but it's very clearly dubbed over and you can Mm -hmm. see that it's dubbed over dramatically. And so I don't know, I think it got dubbed over when it got added to Disney because it's PG. And I think the other line is probably too racy. So here's what it oh, is. Yeah, oh, I know it. Yeah, I yeah. This PG-13 oh, okay. joke. So well, yeah, yeah, it was uh, instead of Seymour Butts, it was Peter Fitz mm-hmm. was the name. And then it was anyone's Peter Fitz if you push hard enough. Uh, <laughs> that's that's, I mean, disgusting. It's a it's a, it's, it's a, a rape joke. Rape joke. It's a yeah. awesome. homophobic yeah. joke. It's a well, it's all yeah, I mean, it it's, is. It's terrible. And it's just in general, like you definitely have to cut that. I don't know if it was for Disney or if they just needed to in post because so like, do you they think they even... cut it? Maybe they cut it before they released it. Well, possibly because did Andy W watch it recently? No, I, I don't. I don't think well, but so. he was just saying that he yeah, had he seen noticed, it was dubbed. Yeah. Oh, like on yeah. TV or something right. or maybe in the theater. I don't I don't know. Remember. It's interesting to think about. I mean, so the thing it was interesting because like with Seymour Butts, that's like kind of homophobic too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I assume that's what is meant by that. Yeah. Um, I but I, so. I did rewind a couple of times to try to figure it out. And then I read what it really was. But yeah, the fits, I kind of assumed that it was like maybe the F word or I could like kind of read, I could like, see that they were like, saying what? F too. F so. something, but I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I had yeah, I Googled it. I've just never even heard. I mean, it's good that I've never heard of that joke, but it's like, I, you know, I watched a bunch of Simpsons back in the day where this was the running gag of doing With these Pauline jokes. Those right. Yeah. Um, and definitely Seymour Butts was there, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Disney account for yourselves. Yeah. Either way, uh, we'll take gold in response. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So we get kind of like a little montage of Jerry writing his letter home, talking about, you know, how he's not really enjoying himself. Right. And this is kind of like the hello, Mada, hello, Fada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah. hearing it in the background, but it wasn't playing. Da-da, da-da. And then Tony is laying on spikes and having ice crushed into his chest. I loved this part. That was nuts. (laughs) Well, oh, what happened? Fun Fun fact. fact, I've done this before in like fifth grade science class. Uh, We had a bed of nails that you could lay on. And I think on our fun, like fun science day, I had a cement block sledgehammered on my chest what it's it's all it's something about the physics yeah we did had it a, work we had a bed of nails yeah. in my physics yeah, class yeah. too we did not because that's something about that your weight distribution meets yeah I, I nobody got something smashed on their chest but we did lay on the bed of nails wait it was that. i would have it was like a two by four was laid on and then the okay the cement block was laid on that and then the hammer. no i just wonder if that but it still happened today in school. It seems like a lot <laughs> yeah, I don't think it could happen when I went to school, yeah. which was a cool eight months later. <laughs> you got to go to school in Georgia. There's no rules. I went right. to school in Maryland and we had I a bed know. of nails. Yeah. But, the, but wait, like why does, I understand why in the bed of nails you don't get pricked on your back. Like you could sleep on a bed of nails and you're not going to like impale yourself. But I don't understand why smashing a, like a concrete block with it's a sledgehammer the, is any different than you being on a driveway and doing it. It it's true. It it would be the same. It wouldn't hurt you in a Why? driveway. Um oh. because distribution I mean, the, of force. Right. The sledgehammer has a very small sort of pressure point, but it's distributed throughout the uh cement block. And so it's not that much pressure in one so spot. When you like, you know, demolish a cinder block on the ground, the pavement, the pavement is not nothing in the pavement moves when that happens. Like there's no risk. Right. Unless, and you'll see, that's why the guy sort of holds the hammer and why we had the two by four is if, if the sledgehammer goes all the way through the block and then hits you in the chest or hits the cement underneath, then you're going to crack something. Um, All right. All right. Well, this has been live and learn. This has been physics corner. I love it. (laughs) Um, Physics corner. So, so yeah, then we go to the ahead. dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the girls camp. After they pop the blob with the spear. <laughs> and celebrate. Oh, no, I missed that. Okay. Oh, my God. Although you could sort of, you could tell they faked it. They definitely didn't do it for real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still expensive. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting because like that and, you know, with the dance too, it's like you can tell that um, Ben Siller's got something going on because the blob would be amazing exercise. It would be a crazy workout. It would yeah, be crazy. To get, to get your body on and off that blob and yeah, especially if you're the one that jumps on the blob and then you have to like yeah. wriggle your way off of it or oh my well, god, because I guess because I we actually just like climbing this. the stairs to get to the blob. Right. Yeah. So the person who jumps on the blob then wriggles and gets to, to the, the position edge, of I being think. shot oh, off. Right, yeah. I think so. Because I was like, how do they get on there? And then I was like, aha, they jump on yeah. there. Yeah. So they really like fun. jump and, <laughs> right, you have to like hold your body, then you wriggle, and then somebody and jumps. And then I guess as the jumper too, you got to make sure you don't just bounce yourself off because you want to be able to oh, launch next. Right. So if you're the jumper, right, you become the wriggler. Yep. Yeah, I see. If any of our like sponsors wants to like give us a blob, you know, and we'll sort of like talk about it in our little PSA, 
please. Yeah, do. we could do a commercial for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going back to the Bechdel test thing. There is one little awful moment where the girls are talking and I guess Judd Apatow wrote this because he's like, the girls are like in his voice, like, why don't you, why don't they just lose weight? And then the other girl's like, you could just tell them to throw up like you do or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, yeah, come on. I, take, it, take it into 11. Like, right. Yeah. And come also on. I honestly couldn't tell if it was supposed to be commentary, like tragic commentary or comedy. Like I think it's, it's it tragic, was so off. tragic comedy. <laughs> kind of like, it was just like, who, what is, who is this for? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was terrible. They have that hey, girl that's, oh, the, oh, I was going to say a girl ahead, that's like the, I don't know. We can't use, we can't use that expression anymore. She's the not Winnie Cooper. She's oh, the other, discount. The, <laughs> the discount, the dollar store. Yeah. Dollar store. That's Can fine. Can I say that? Is that yeah. so inappropriate? She's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. she's a woman who comes across the room to uh, ask where the bathroom is, but the kids think that it might be, she might be talking to them. Yeah. Which, I mean, technically she was. She is listed as Angelic Girl in the credits. Aww. Oh, and she, oh, right. Cause she comes over with like, but she, all she resembles either. Winnie Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of in a different way. Um, I will say in this scene, this whole scene, I, I loved Paul Feig's like energy. Yeah, um, totally. Just, you know, this sucks. We got to make this better. Um, this ends now. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Oh, yeah. Because that is that when Tim goes wild and starts dancing to Love Machine. Yeah. I also love and I can't remember the kid's name. Um, the kid with who chooses to this dance to wear a Les Mis shirt. Don't and- steal my Hummer, Katie. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. And a hat. That's OK. Unapologetic. That was my Hummer. Oh, I'm sorry, Bridget. That's OK. The kid with the beret and the Les Mis shirt. It's He's so the British good. kid. Yeah. Is he? Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I just like that. That's who he is, and he dances like he wants to, and yeah, he's great. It's Did okay. Lee Miz start in London? Was sure, British. Okay, well, interesting. In France, right? It's 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 in France, I but I think it started on the West End. Well, I'm very sorry to steal your in a theater. <laughs> theater. <laughs> theater. And then uh, Nora had pointed out, and we had to rewind it that there's like the two kids kiss as they're being cleared out of the dance. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Um, Which kids kiss? I mean, two one of the side characters. Boys it's and girl, one of boy and girl. one of the boys, but I, I couldn't have told no. you. Who it was. Okay. Um, I missed that part. Yeah. And I'm trying to read yeah. my notes. Um, oh, this is later on that night. Um, well, first we have the scene with Jerry and Pat and the go-kart that doesn't right. work where they're kind of having like a little, they have a bunch of little heart to hearts. They look so much alike too. Like it, they really could play each other. Time machine movie. This is a time machine movie, you know? I was making a face because I was like, Katie, they don't really look alike. You're just, you think they both look alike because they're both a little overweight. Wait, who are we talking about? Pat and Jerry? Pat and Jerry. You think they look alike? Yeah, I feel like their hair, like they just even... I don't know. Like their faces I can see look it a little exactly. Bit. I can see it a little the same. Bit. This is blowing my mind. Sorry. I was like, I thought I'm it was like so you. obvious. Okay. I don't think they look that much alike, but huh. I'm mostly teasing you. They also have kind of like similar energy that like eager beaver. Yeah. I mean, I like Pat a yeah. lot more than I like Jerry, to be honest. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, well, I, I think, like, I think you're supposed to have a little Pat and Jerry and a little right. Jerry and Pat. I feel like he, yeah. And Pat's like looking kindred at, spirits. Yeah. Yeah. To Jerry kind of a little bit as his younger self, I think. Sure. Sure. But at this point I have this note that's like cute go-kart scene, but these counselors really need to call the parents. Like, it's as if like these counselors are like in this camp and they're just oh. like, I don't know what to do. We've done legal counts. Like there's just nothing else. I guess we're just going to get tortured. I wrote my note. Yeah. What was like the nurse was like, it'll take six weeks for, for right. children's Child services, services to get order, here. I'm yeah. like, what did you tell them what was going on? Or did mm-hmm. you just call and like breathe heavy into the phone? But they're kind of acting like they're also in the camp. It's like drive and get the police. Like, I don't, well, I don't know. They had a line about, they called the police and the police said that they needed actual proof. And they were like, or, we don't have proof. I, yeah. This cameraman. I guess it's just like, you call the parent. Like you have to tell these kids guardians, what is going it's, on. It's obviously like a, an important plot point that, yeah. yeah. You that know. they can't they can't so that night at the cabin josh comes back because he's uh, been kind of where did he go i didn't really know he went home they sent him and, home and then oh. his father sued the camp right or threatened to sue yeah and now and he's they back. sent him back and he pretends like he's possessed for a long time for a Which long I guess, time or was he doing like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest sort of oh, thing maybe yeah, kind of like a little he'd yeah. been like lobotomized right. or whatever yeah, yeah. um so he he comes back in and the kids go to break into Perkis's cabin because they're going to like find out some dirt on him. Well, no, because they want to get the candy. They're sure. Oh, the they want to get the candy. That's yeah. right. Well, as Ben Stiller does, like the most bananas <laughs> fitness routine in the woods. I will. Yeah, I will I say, well, that. I didn't like his character. I love I, this run. Yeah. I enjoyed the different. Oh, my God. The, the, go to hell log or something. <laughs> yeah, he said, hell come on, from hell. come on, you devil log. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You devil log. And just like the skipping. But yeah. I also think that I feel like in 1995, I would have really loved that this because like, it was like in it's before CrossFit, but it's like fitness boom, like spandex, Lance Armstrong. Can I say I, something you know. controversial? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to watch people work out at CrossFit. No. And it is all over my social media all the time. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's their whole model, isn't it? To like but promote. It's the, just so uninteresting to watch. I yeah. don't, I don't get it. I don't get like, how is what you're saying? Controversial. Are there people that feel differently? The people posting it clearly <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess are like, right. you want to watch me do a burpee for five hours or whatever. Or like, here's well, a picture of the yeah. burpees I did. Or like, here's me and my sweaty friends up at 5am jumping off of boxes. And you're like, cool, cool, cool. Can't you just be happy for your health routine and not right. take a picture of it? I don't know. Well, this and this is going to piss off the uh, CrossFit crowd that listens to our podcast, but it's because the workout sucks so much yeah. and you have to do it so early in the morning and you you really don't get a break from you're doing it like six days a week that you want to sort of like chime in about it all the time and and sort of convince yourself. It may be great, but you also want to just like shout out that it is great. I also like, think watching that those videos, like when they pop up in your feed, or is the equivalent of being invited to like a Tupperware party. Like it's yeah. such a multi-level marketing scheme. Like part right. of it is the sharing and like, oof, yeah. 
but sometimes people, it, it also just seems very self-congratulatory or people oh, yeah. be like, we got up at 4am and we did 3000 burpees to honor those who died in September 11th. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like go help refugees, like go fight for abortion laws in Texas. Like doing burpees is not yeah. Honoring people who died in a terrorist attack. Anyway, this is a different <laughs> podcast, but Wait, I'm just I, like, I'll give a little bit for it. I will say like, you've brought up something, um, that is always fascinating. And I, uh, as far as the doing something for something like I, the awareness raising, like the first time I was down ocean city, it was Easter and we were doing a, or, Oh, I guess it was new year's and they're doing a polar bear plunge. And I just wanted to run into the ocean on new year's. So I signed up for it. And then I had to go, everybody in golden gate com- condominium had to sign my little form to pledge like a dollar or something. And I learned that it was for diabetes or something. And I was like, how? I think it's for Special Olympics. I think, I like no, that. no, that oh, was that's the, the Bay Bridge, it, but this yeah. is the one down okay. Ocean City. And oh, okay. it was like it was like thirty years ago or more. Okay, and it, I was like, how? But how will it? How will it help diabetes? Like, how will it cure it? And my parents were like, no, it's just like to you know just to Raise support money, it. Yeah. And like, but how would it? Yeah. Like, why would someone pay me to jump into the ocean? Just pay. Let's cut out the middleman here. Just like pay this organization. So I know what you mean. Like this. I don't know. In honor of for some reason, thing. I get that more because you, you're doing it with a purpose <laughs> versus just saying you're doing it. Like, well, that we got, kind of we got up and money. we woke up because we wanted. Right, they're not donating money to survivors or towards like you know cancer research or anything. right. It's just like right. okay, self congratulatory. Yeah. Like we had this moment where we jumped on boxes to remember the survivors or remember that those lives right, lost. Right, right. It just blows my mind. The boxes were the terrorists. Well, I <laughs> I feel like um, the, the polar bear plunge that Phil and I have done many times to keep winter cold. I'm like, that makes sense. Like, we're checking the temperature. For climate water. change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a climate but, change uh, one. But sure. I also think that it's an easier way to say, oh, give me money. I'm going to do this dumb thing or I'm going to yeah. do this cool thing. Because people want to like, see you do hey, that. give me money for climate change. People are just going to be like, no, it, it's a better way to raise money. <laughs> it's a good model, I suppose. Maybe also, if they gonna... said I was going to, they were going to do a thousand burpees and then they were going to go fight, go to Texas and fight for abortion rights. Like they were using, you know what I mean? Then I'd be like, okay, do your burpees. Here's some money. I thought you were going to say like doing a hundred burpees and then going to Texas to like fight a chicken that they found on the road. And then they're going to go Missouri and punch a snake. Then up to Delaware to kick a can. You know what I mean? <laughs> Also, any CrossFitters listening, reach out to us and yeah. you can explain how we're just batshit crazy and wrong. So, we just lost yeah. all of our CrossFit listeners. Ugh, they've already gone to sleep. Sleep. They're not listening to the live <laughs> podcast. They're not listening to the live <laughs> one like everybody else. <laughs> That's so true. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. So. Heavyweights. Mm, so um, we... They learned that, uh, yeah, they're not sending the letters home to parents, that those are being kept. Yeah. And so, because the kids thought that that was happening, right? Mm-hmm. And Percocize Tony poster. Oh, Percocize with Tony. The oh, poster. they see that they're already making like promotional oh, materials yeah. with their, their like skinny bodies, like in right. bad Photoshop. Yeah. And then Perkis comes back and they have to scramble to get out of the house. Just despite the little fart from the British boy. <laughs> yeah, totally. And we kind of right, get right like, the kid's face. 
And we get to learn that Jerry is just very self-sacrificing and like a good yeah. guy. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's more just building the bond between these kids. Yeah. Okay. So we start to see there's sort of like an underground system happening there. Now, is this smuggler the ki- the guy that told on them or is it somebody else? I couldn't I recognize who it was. was. Happening. Okay. Well, so dark. they're smuggling food out of like a stump in the woods and uh so kids can sort of get candy or fast food or whatever they want although one kid was like eating a cheeseburger in the middle of the day in the bathroom did he get it the night before and it sat there all night yeah i don't know i don't know if there's hours for this it's yeah okay all right fair enough and um so it's it's a midpoint through camp and it's way in day and the kids weigh more than they started which I mean, I, again, I don't, I don't really believe that they've been incredibly active. Yeah. And, and they're not eating it. They're not eating anything. <laughs> well, yeah. I think they're implying that, you know, a couple, a couple weeks of this sort of like elaborate secret food thing has been going on. Oh, I see. So that's like the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did. I did enjoy, I liked um, Ben Stiller and like Goldberg's interaction most of the times like you could tell that they had like pretty good comedic timing but when he gets like on the scale and he's just like get off the scale like Hmm. i don't know it was funny that was a funny scene so tony gets really mad and he does this like weird pep talk for himself in front of everybody and then he 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 announces that he's taking the kids on a 20 mile hike yes which is not safe to do no if not, not with accustomed to it that and like with backpacking i guess they were just going to spend the night there but it that's a big that's a big difference. Like, but I think it was a day hike. But yeah, insane. with with gear, like I don't think I've done a twenty mile hike in one day. I'm sure I haven't. But it's like the idea of doing it with like a full pack is can you imagine sort of crazy? It is. People, yeah. people do it, but like yeah, it would not be fun. But not like doing it, doing it without it. it would be doable. Yeah. yeah. So they. They go up on this hike. Well, I guess Pat and Jerry have another heart to heart. I wrote that on the doc. And there was a little lovely moment there where they're asking, like, when are we going to stick up for ourselves? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's clear, like, nobody's sticking up for us. Um, when they go on the hike, Ben Stiller's like, did you hear the story of Icarus? And he kind of, like, mixes up some yeah. stories, I believe. Like everything. He mixes, he mixes up, up like, everything. Icarus with Prometheus. S- and with S- Sisyphus. Pr- Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Yeah. I think it's, like, all of them tied together. Um, and then they get up to the top and then doing some yoga and meditation. (laughs) When he jumps on that branch and loses it, it's like, come on then. I mean, he gets so crazy (laughs) and the kids are just watching like, no, no, stop. Like, I mean, that was one of my favorite parts, I think. Yeah, I did enjoy that as well. Um, and then of course we- I was just going to say, I guess, because Ben Stiller has brought a ton of climbing rope that's just strapped to like (laughs) his um, backpack. So I guess they're either going to rappel or like, and he has climbing shoes on. So I guess the next thing is like, I can only assume he's pointing at a really scary rock face because they don't show you. Right. Like points (laughs) off camera. And he's like, that's where we're headed. Right. And we're going to stay out here indefinitely. Yeah. Until you lose weight. He's insane. He's He's insane. insane. And so that therefore they concoct this weird plan. <laughs> really brilliant plan. Which it's is like just a game like, of mousetrap. <laughs> yeah. Agitate him. And I was just like, what, where are they going with this? I know. 
I thought the whole thing was to just have him do a sit up in that kid's butt. And I was like, that's your plan. (laughs) That's what, that's the alternative to pushing him off a cliff. Um, And then I guess, yeah, with the, you know, agitation, then he, then he'll be more likely to follow him into a hole. Yeah. When did they they dig that hole? I don't know. (laughs) But they definitely did. Yeah. And they always can find like perfect leaves to lay over a hole like that in a movie like this. Just perfect. That just lay straight across that somebody falls. I know straight. it's very like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves fort. Yeah. But, yeah. but then the plan. So Ben Stiller, if he stood up, the pit would probably come to like his chest. Like It's right. very like shallow. And he's very so strong. He's yeah. very strong. And these kids have had an opportunity to do this exact thing for like a month. And so I don't understand at this point we didn't see the A to B of like, wait, how did you tie him up though? Okay. Well, that was my question. I wrote, they right. covered him. He's in the pit in the ground. And then the next is Tony tied up to the tree. And I'm like, did I miss something? Like, how did they get him tied to the tree? Yeah, I don't know. Or no, they tie him up in the no. barn. How do they right. get him to the barn? Lars is to the tree. It's unclear. Yeah. And how yeah. do they get Lars tied to a tree? And, ugh, and also it's so me. I wrote, oh my God, this is so scary to coat him with honey, but then they make the joke that there's bears and there's not bears. But how do they know but that? There are bears, you know? <laughs> yeah. If, if there if are any, Pennsylvania. anywhere on the East Coast, there's black bears. Yeah. Um, crazy little kids. Um, yeah, it's. I did not know what their plan was with like tying up Lars and the other two guys. It's like, how long are they going to leave them there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, for forever. <laughs> this is becoming like a Lord of the... Uh, yeah. Uh, Lord yeah. of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, totally. I know. I was like, Lord of the Rings. That's I right. know. I kept on saying that too. <laughs> so then they have like a montage. They're coming back together at Camp Hope. And then they have this huge party with all the food. Rager. A yeah. rager and go like buck wild. And um, Pat kind of gets up the next day and gives them this like, we got to get healthy pep talk. Yeah. So they, again, I think, I think Pat is probably like, a fairly healthy guy, it right? Seems like he's it. just a he just carries a few more pounds, yeah. and, right? You know, he has a good attitude about it, and he knows you need to start in moderation versus right. to the extreme. And they start to, they learn about cooking from that nurse who's just so domestic and right. helpful. Yeah, yeah. And then it's parents' weekend, and Jeffrey Tambor comes and he says, "You look the same." <laughs> yeah. But Jerry says, well, I feel good. I think that's a really yeah. lovely little moment because he does. So they get the parents together in like the hall and they start to show the video footage of, of how terrible things have gone. Travesty, which they were also editing this for a long time. So yeah. <laughs> did the cameraman Doing help interviews? with this? Or did, yeah, I think I so. I think that was the whole, yeah. Oh my God, because he was pissed yeah. off because he owed him $600 or whatever. But yeah, I love that they were editing it but also doing personalized <laughs> interviews and you, uh, i did like crazy. this the the scene they showed with with ben stiller and, um, and goldberg, goldberg. i <laughs> loved like, it say you love the food <laughs> i like, really love it wait till i stop oh man that was that I, was funny that was that was funny and i think honestly at the time it's i think it's probably very paul feig or something but like that's like a type of comedy that started around that, that like, yeah. I feel like if I was a kid that had seen this movie, I would have lost my mind with hilarity. I think yeah. it would have been like mind blowing. Yeah. So Perkis managed to get out of the barn jail by making a fake Hershey kiss. 
out of the tinfoil from his baked potato. Just just throw it over. No, it'll smush. Oh my God. And then like my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this movie when he says, um, you've been a good guard. <laughs> what is it? You've been a good guard, Nicholas. Your queen would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> like all nicholas thinks about is what queen elizabeth thinks of him he probably does though i know nicholas so then yeah he climbs through the window of the room like a (laughs) he just loses it i mean one of the best parts of this movie is like they do not pretend like he's gonna fool the parents for a millisecond more he just comes in just dirty worse so much worse and bleeding and he does like a gymnastics routine um through the through the gym (laughs) and then this is where um our introductor had mentioned that he starts breaking bottles and then walking on them and breaking more pulls a die hard yeah it's amazing so uh basically you know it it takes calling in uh mr perkis surprise guys that was also played by ben stiller yeah what What? yeah i think in the beginning of the credits it said ben stiller and ben stiller (laughs) i'm pretty sure oh it did i think so huh well maybe it could have said jerry stiller but i think i think i saw ben twice but maybe i didn't what i who i thought i saw in the credits was david bowie did you guys see that there's a guy named david bow <laughs> he without an eye it's are, are you serious he, yeah he plays oh. chris donnelly i don't know who that is but it's oh, b-o-w-e God. yeah I, the whole time i was waiting for david bowie to come every and... time i scan down the imdb page it's like david bow no it oh it's yeah like, oh, no oh eye. my god no that's eye. amazing yeah so it turns out that all you need to keep camp going is just one adult to say they'll be in charge. One consenting adult. No <laughs> who, background check. Nothing. Who says he'll try. Yeah. Like he's not even like, I'll do it. I, I'm qualified. He's like, I think I can keep them alive. Right. So like, why wouldn't Pat think he could? He runs this camp every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I didn't understand. I understand that we're supposed to think his character like is building self-confidence, but like, they kind of like give him full self-confidence and then like arbitrarily, artificially take, take it away. away in the middle. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's not helpful. For sure. Um, so yeah, then camp is great and it's super fun. And uh, they do the blob a lot. And then they um, dress really inappropriately oh. for well, the Apache race, which right, is also but, like, probably ill-named. The Apache race is very ill-named. And then the outfits for um, Camp Hope is like, you know, appropriated Apache or other like Native American gear. But then for some reason, the other team <laughs> like is Greek dressed costumes? as Greek gods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, this is just all kinds of it's not even coordinated appropriation they, they got the memo that dressing Maybe. up as native americans was it holds up not they, cool so yeah. they're like are greeks okay they're like yeah it's fine as long as you there's, do it you know so it's held up a lot better yeah what is this race i mean it's not really a race so much because it doesn't matter it seems how this fast is, you do it yeah <laughs> This is very like true well, Beverly Hills. Like I feel like all camp movies from like the seventies to the nineties had this like weird multitask. Uh, G- Michael J. Fox is in a movie about this too, and I can't. Remember. I think it's called Meatballs, right? And it's just like oh, right. 
it's just this crazy, like relay obstacle course, you know, challenge of the minds. And it, yeah, if you zoom in too close, the rules are so unclear. And who, how, how would you know who won? And who's and, keeping track of the time? Well, and there's time. definitely for this one, it, it absolutely had uh, the faster you complete it, the better. I mean, they mm-hmm. even say like MVP is setting a, a course record at one point. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a potato sack race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To start <laughs> it off. Trivia, the Hall of Intelligence, yeah. okay. the Hall of Intelligence with costumes, <laughs> with costumes, go karts. But what are the buggies? What do we call those things? Like dune buggies? He's they're calling they're, them go karts, but yeah, totally. Uh, where they had stolen their motor from the back of the boat that belonged right. to the other camp. Reminded me of a little other movie called One Crazy Summer. It's true. Yeah, um, I do remember that. They yeah. made a big. <laughs> sail for their boat out of yeah, that's right no, they did that in one crazy summer yeah yeah and uh jerry you know turns on like a room fan and manages to jump over the other dune buggy with a they, little both kids would have died <laughs> at this point i mean there is like this joke about like this kid that's on the climbing wall and i guess it looks like he's high up and then you realize he's not even off the ground and at that point i wrote down like how is this movie not over like i just yeah I was like, wait, Ben Stiller hasn't been here for a while. And it seems like we're not going to follow up with him. So like, what is this movie? And what are the Apache races? And how come we never heard of it? Like, you know what I mean? I know. And it's only an hour and a half, but it felt I know. <laughs> like another movie. And it's not like it starting. felt like a long movie until now, but I just like, it, it wasn't that it was long. It just, it was just, it just ended. <laughs> But just I kind of felt like that ago. in True Beverly Hills too. When they got to that race, I was like, this movie yeah, should be over. We already that's did this. True. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wrote, what's the point of all the other activities? Because it seemed like it really just all came down to this dune buggy race, but yeah. I guess you're trying to find out the two teams that get to be in the dune buggy race. Cause there's other camps there. I think you just get a head oh, start. Like right. whoever gets to the dune buggy. Yeah, first. That was oh, my see. understanding. But, but they're the pretty tr- neck and neck. Oh yeah, but you're track, right. They do kind of start. The track is like time. unbelievably unsafe for children. Oh, oh good Anybody. God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially children. It's like narrow and they could fall in the water. They could fall off a cliff. They could just like T-bone a tree. And just a like- tree. Yeah, there's no not getting hurt on it. Right. It's, if it's a race for two, like it's right. terrible. Um, and then they win. Yay. And they celebrate in a freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. 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 And- After like Pat says, Pat, somebody calls Pat crazy because he throws the trophy oh, right. in the lake. And oh, then right, he's like, yeah crazy about my gal like what since when like i don't know <laughs> is it my the nurse gal. yeah, yeah so. that's who it freeze frames on kiss. her his him kissing her right oh i thought it freeze framed on him hugging jerry oh maybe you're right for the best <laughs> damn summer of his life you're See, right. he didn't even remember no, her because no. she wasn't that she was, <laughs> if it froze on those two kissing that would make no sense to the movie <laughs> Yeah, I guess not. Although I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. it throws on Jerry and the nurse kissing. <laughs> oh my god, that would be really awkward. Yeah, so that's, that's a heavy. That's a heavyweight. That's a heavyweight. Are there any other questions? I asked mine along the way. I'm really glad we um, answered that one. We got a preview of that question, so I was yeah excited to hear the answer. My question from Nora L was why te- from the beginning of the movie why tell the kid it's a fat camp. I mean, just right. just say it's this fun camp you can go to, which well, it was I mean, at the time. Well, I mean, you don't want to trick your kid. Like, what if you get I mean, there? I mean, if it is really that fun, 
and they're not making them feel shame, then I guess you're right. Yeah. But if there's yeah, any not, shame involved. That wasn't the point of the question. It was just of like, why, if yeah. it is this fun camp. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. No, I, I agree. I agree with that. I get it. You get it. That's the only question. Okay. Is it time for Hummers? Hummers and Dummers. It is. It is that time. I'd like to begin with Dummers this week. Got it. Okay. And I'll go first with my Dummer, which is the camp chant, which is <laughs> hi, hi, hiya. Yeah. What? You couldn't come up with something like Camp Hope is like such an inspirational name. And then it's just the word hi twice with a hiya at the end. Come on. Was was there sort of like an Apache connection to this? Oh, I hope not. I don't know. No, I think it it reminded me. It's so dumb. It reminds me of like (laughs) when you people come into an improv scene and they don't know what to say. And they're like, hi, hi. Hi-ya. Yeah, Hi-ya. yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, damn, yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'll go. I'll I'll say mine. Um, is like a broad theme in the movie that I find, I guess maybe even more just like untrue than dumb. But this movie kind of casts like fat camp, such like being like a heavier boy in middle school or maybe high school as like being unathletic. And that's just not true. And especially almost with baseball, like I was looking at it and I was like, these kids would be like, really could be really good at baseball. Like baseball players aren't, it's not like gymnastic girls or something. Like there's no, like the body type for baseball is not necessarily the other team. Um, so it's just kind of like, ah, that's kind of dumb that like they made every single kid at this camp, like uncoordinated and you know, yeah. anyway, that was mine. Agreed. Um, my dumber is going to actually be the hall of intelligence and sort of the the nerfing of camp mvp i mean they've won this competition for like (laughs) 20 years in a row right and they're just killing them in all of the the competitions so far and then they get to this hall of intelligence which i assume has been here every year (laughs) and they just send in like the dumbest kid in the world yeah um, that apparently only knows quail as a a vice president um was he vice president at the time or no it would have been the the time before right yeah because al gore yeah okay but i think they're sort of playing it up that they're sort of like yeah it was named presidents wasn't it no vice Vice president oh it was vice president but dan quail was like the only one yeah and then he says like share that they're like waspy kids you know and these i don't know very much um like camp tiger claw in uh wet hot american summer but it was just the 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 idea that these kids wouldn't have prepared for this. Yeah, totally. And, as I said, they, they were saying they were setting a course record and then all of a sudden they blew it in the hall of intelligence. And that was just yeah, dumb. That's, dumb. All That's all I got. I agree. Bummers. I have a bummer, which is maybe it's just for the nineties in general, according to these movies and like law enforcement and child protection services and that they don't seem to do their job when they're mm-hmm. supposed to do their job. <laughs> and they say they need evidence. Um, 
you, you don't need evidence. You, you come and check it out and yeah. then you make the evidence. Yeah. Right. Um, but that, you know, this is a very unsafe situation for these kids to be in yep. and that nobody took it seriously. And I know it's a movie, but I'm going to say it's pretty much a bummer. It's like the cop from, uh, Goonies. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Gremlins. Yeah. And and also Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was like, I'll just not report this like child being abused by its parent. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it into my own hands. Right. Um, oh, I think I'll um I'm gonna go with like the bit like the binge party that they have after they like get rid of Ben Stiller. The trash that they leave really bummed me out, like in the woods and in a park. I was like, what like this is your this is where you live like i don't know that whole that destruction and like i don't know it, it really just bothered me to see all that trash on the ground yeah I, a native american would have cried yeah no this, kidding yeah. although played by an italian american oh, um, uh my bummer was the fact that jerry although all of his letters were intercepted he called his parents and were like this place yeah. is awful yeah I, get me out of here and they're like nope sorry we don't believe you you're just not getting enough snacks that's why you're saying this guy's gonna murder you and it's like like i'm not sure why they even had that little piece in the movie yeah i'm not sure either because like that sort of take cuts the legs out of the whole thing that he's keeping them from writing the letters i don't yeah i didn't get that either but it just bummed the callousness um of the parents sort of bummed me out yeah for sure Hummers. Hummers. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a Hummer. It was that lame Miz shirt and beret, but <laughs> I'm really sorry. Katie it's stole okay. it. That's my bummer. <laughs> I do. I do. I can start. I have. I have another little Hummer, which I really enjoyed. Which was um, after the the party when they when they have the healthy pep talk and they're getting ready to kind of like get healthy in mind and body and spirit. And they, it looks like they're about to do a big run and then they speed walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super fun. I just like that little moment. Cause it was like, yeah, speed walking is very good for you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and also could be harder than running, yeah. uh, but, and easier on your legs. Although hot take, it should not be an Olympic sport. Is it? No, it is. It is an Olympic sport. Was it in these past Olympics? Yeah. It is. Uh, I didn't really they just, watch they the don't, Olympics. They don't enforce the rules of it. It's that you have to have like the both one, feet on yeah. or, you know. Both feet on the ground at the same time? No, but you can't have both feet off the ground at the same time. Right. You have to but be they, continuous. Everyone uh, does it. But everyone oh. does it. There's no like, they're not. Interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's big sneakers just the trying more to get you know. uh, another event in. Um, I don't have like a specific one. So I'm just going to say. Paul Feig. Uh, oh, God, go on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be quick and you can double down on it. I just, it's too bad that he got too good at directing and producing because uh, I don't know. He's got a great energy in this and I, I really, I liked it. I digged it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Bridget was better at pivoting when I stole her Hummer, but um, I, well, I, I guess I will be truthful to my Hummer. It wasn't, it wasn't Paul Feig. Um, in his in his entirety although i like him a lot it was actually his voice like i really just liked his voice sometimes it's off camera and you hear it and it actually kind of reminds me of um annie icu's father's voice his voice is actually a little deeper but it has this quality where it's like 
just like we could just like play trivia and you read the questions and that's great like I don't know like there's something about it where I just like yeah I like him talking so Paul Feig's voice thanks Paul Feig's voice let's talk about our outfits oh yes Bridget Mm -hmm. um even though I called it dumb I like that you're honoring the hall of intelligence by dressing mm-hmm. up as Andy Warhol. Um, just, you know, pulling all that just Lars reformed Lars <laughs> sassiness um, into uh, Andy Warhol. And um, yeah, it's, it's working for me. Thank you. Katie, uh, you're wearing a, a beret and a lame shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, well, Phil. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. Got it. Philip. Um, I uh, really enjoyed that. Um, that like skin tight outfit that um, Ben Stiller cha- changed into while hiking because he yeah. brought a second um, gear though. But I like I like the very skin tight lycra like green man suit that he's gonna climb in. Um, and then I also like your, your patch that's like sewn to the, uh, shoulder with a picture of, of Jerry in a go-kart that says, um, first time driver, first time winner. It's true. Yeah. You yeah. think you'd have to be really good at that. You would. No. You think that you would pick somebody who had ever driven a go-kart before <laughs> to no. be that part of the race. <laughs> but he did it. Oh my God. He really Mary Jane'd it, I guess. I think mm. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's time to talk about whether this movie is for real. Ooh. And, and I <laughs> wish I was not going first. Do you, uh, do you not want to go first? I. I can go first. I, I think I'll st- I'll stick with the tradition and I'll just go first. I'll okay. suck it up. I just wanted to. So I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think it's I think I I want to talk about like again who is the joke on in this movie, and I think for the most part the joke is not on the kids, um, who who may be a little more overweight. I I did I agree with you, Katie, about the whole like making the kids sort of like terrible at sports. But I'm also kind of wondering if like maybe nobody gave them the chance or the opportunity to be play yeah. sports because other people underestimated them. And I I do see this as a real like true underdog kind of story where like these kids were super physically active through the entire film. Yes, there were some tropes about like liking candy, but freaking every middle school kid likes candy. Kids like candy, yeah. Um so, you know, I, I this is not my favorite movie I've ever seen, but I'm going to say it's for real. I think that the kids are really excellent in it. Um, I love Keenan. I love Goldberg. Um, yeah, it has some problems for sure, but I- I'm going to go ahead and give it a, a for real rating. Nice. Um, do you want to go, Katie? Or you want me to? Um, you can go ahead. Okay. Um, I After finishing this, I was like, I was expecting it to be a lot of cringeworthy stuff. And like I said, I was waiting for that sort of like mean turn and that never really happened except for Ben Stiller, but it was such a caricature that it was, I don't know, harmless, I would say. 
Um, and then when I finished it, so it didn't have any of that. And I was like, oh, that movie was fine. Um, and I was honestly prepared to say it wasn't for real just because it's like, it was fine, but I wouldn't like recommend this movie for anyone to like really watch. Cause it's like, eh, why, why bother? Just watch Wet Hot mm-hmm. American Summer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there's just nothing to talk about for it. But I mean, after talking about this for an hour and a half, um, I don't know, I've, I've sort of swung back a little bit that I think it, it isn't my favorite movie. I thought it was just sort of fine, but I, I think there's enough there to like have it. Cause I, I think I even told Nora cause she, she liked it, but I was like, what could you even like talk to anyone at a party about this movie? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Although we've had, we've managed to talk a lot yeah, about it. But but yeah. I, yeah. Which, which sort of proved, with about proved... 45 minutes about CrossFit to be yeah, here. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I was like, eh, what would you actually like bring up? Right. Like this movie isn't as cringeworthy as I thought it would be the end. But I, I think we've shown that there is some stuff to talk about. Um, and I'm going to say the final sort of nail in the, in the, not coffin was that it, it's such a deep cut for wet hot american summer if you want to like yeah. really dive into where a lot of that source material is this is a great one so i i switched it during this podcast and it is for real for me hmm. um well i agree with a lot of what you both said and i i was on the fence i mean like really just not sure what to say because I think I have like arguments for both and it's just a matter of like which categories I'm weighing more um so that's partly why I wanted to go last because I was like oh I guess I could technically be the tiebreaker but in thinking about it not that not no 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 not no no I mean it's more interesting I feel like um but not to um it, not that either of you like persuaded me necessarily, but it's just like good to think about everything. So I, I will um, no longer bury the lead and say, I also agree that it's for real. Um, I thought a lot about like, maybe I would like this movie more if Ben Stiller was made to be the opposite camp counselor. Cause it felt a little bit like, wait, who's the villain here? Yeah. Like I had a really hard time with where the stakes were placed and feel like you, it's not my favorite movie but I will say I exceeded my expectations of what I thought it was going to be. And I feel like it's really fun to see like the rough draft of like Judd Apatow, Ben Stiller, Paul Feig. They're all like men. So um, that's another conversation and fill yeah. your point about like not writing for women characters, let alone well for women characters. Um it's a different conversation, but it like it did feel like I was trying to put myself back in that mindset of like it probably was like pretty groundbreaking for the time. I feel like it is more my style of humor than like Mighty Ducks. So like I wish I would have seen it when I was a kid because there's like a lot of jokes in this. They're just like really funny. Um, and I also th- on the other hand, like I do want to be like watch Mighty Ducks or watch Wet Head American Summer. I don't think you need to watch this movie, but I was just so delighted that like, it was about the kids. Like there wasn't like shaming. There wasn't infighting. There wasn't like fake problems. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really, I I really like that. I still contest. I would have probably rather seen the movie where Jerry Stiller and his wife like run the camp. I could just watch, watch them go to camp. But you just said like, Oh, just that the kids. Yeah. Just to me, that was really important that the kids are not the problem. Totally. In this movie. And it's the adults, you know, the adults that are screwing things up. Yeah. I think that's kind of important for kids to see. Exactly. 
there is a hundred percent a better movie that's out there of just like shifting Ben Stiller's character somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, it feels like a first draft to I feel like they've they've made more compelling movies subsequently. But yeah. I get I get this being kind of the start of that. Yeah. Oh man, didn't know that was gonna happen. All right. Well, here's my song for the week. It's pretty much expected ever since we talked about the beginning of the movie. guys know they they made a they made a remake of um party five no are they not the original people no it's a it's about it's like a latino family family, right yes the parents um get deported right oh my gosh now that you're saying that no there's there's still the same amount of kids oh i never saw five (laughs) there's five children the the premise is the parents have died in a car accident i think yeah it's and then like Coca-Cola. Michael my or you know Matthew Fox has to take care of the kids. When I was a kid, I really we really liked Party Five and um, my cousins, my two older cousins were watching me and my sister because we're kind of we're we're a year apart. My sister and I are a year apart, my cousins are a year apart, but we're all like seven years apart. And so um we it was because my parents and their parents went on like a boat trip together. So it was like the kids and we were like what if like the boat catches on fire? Oh my like, God. Cause we knew that my aunt and uncle were supposed to take us in the event of uh, my parents not being around and vice versa. So we're like, well, what if everyone's wiped out? So we decided with this idea to make a film, a short film called party of four. Uh, that was about <laughs> us living post this boat accident and awesome. the opening. Cause we thought we would never get the rights to closer to um, free. closer to free. Um, and it was already party of five. So we used rain King by counting crows, which I contest is still an excellent choice for the opening credit series (laughs) sequence that we did. (laughs) Wow. It's a different vibe. Yeah. Were were you going to get a baby? Oh no. You were going to be the party of the party of four. I was uh, 12 at the time. And my, the script had me have a, a drinking problem was tricky jeez (laughs) it's pretty dark little script (laughs) well thank you randy t yeah for the suggestion and yeah for for bringing us a movie we've all never seen which i think is really cool which we all think is for real yeah really yeah we were really in like on in sync with this and what a wonderful introduction yeah for sure um okay so till next time see ya toodaloo